what was God thinking when he created you creative and then gave you kids? Creative moms often feel as though they must lay down their passions, but God has something special in mind for the creative woman during this intense season of mothering. Today, I am so excited to have Kelly and Wendy back, the authors of Life Creative. Uh, Kelly is a writer and a storyteller. Wendy was a trained actress and a teacher. And these two women have come together and they've written the book Life Creative for moms who are just like you in a season of raising up children, but God's given you a dream. So stick around. Wendy and Kelly are going to join me today on the podcast. And we're going to talk about what it looks like to bring the Renaissance into the lives of your kids. So I'm glad you guys are here today. Today is Friday. Woot, woot. It is the 12th of May. We are almost halfway through. I I don't know. I don't know where the months are going. I don't know how fast, why things are going as fast as they are. But if you guys are like me, you're probably going, wow, I cannot believe it's already the middle of May. And school is coming to an end. And I'd just like to have a moment of silence for everybody out there who's homeschooling to say, you're almost done. That's right. Just hang in there. Uh, Wendy and Kelly are back from Life Creative today, and we're going to be talking to them a little bit about um, what it means to have these kids in your home. I love, I've been looking at their website and kind of getting encouraged and inspired by it. And I love, uh, I love this, this quote from the book. It says, the next generation is watching us, seeing what we make, how we make it, and who we make it for. And these guys have a really good handle on what it means to prioritize God's priorities and still um, look at the gifting that God has given you and make good use of it during the times when we are raising little kids at home and we're surrounded by peanut butter and jelly. I talk about this in Becoming Momstrong, and I talk about... um, this this season of having uh, I was just telling uh, I was just telling the gals that Jay and I decided we did the math and we had a toddler in our home for 22 years in a row and that makes me tired I don't know about the rest of you but I feel kind of worn out from it honestly and during that season God was doing something in my life but He has always given us a dream because He gives each one of us gifts and He gives our children gifts and so we're going to talk a little bit about that today so Kelly and Wendy welcome back to the podcast I'm so glad that you're here today. Thank you. Thank you. So you guys had, um, how many kids do you have between you? Let's see. Between the two of us, we have seven. Seven kids. And so, um, Wendy, how old are your kids? My kids are nine, 11, and 13. I've got three boys. Three boys. Moment of silence. Boys. <laughs> it's a thing. Uh, and then it's Kelly. A thing. It is a thing. Kelly, how old are your kids? My children are, I have two boys and two girls. They are 13, 11, nine and two. Oh, so you've got a toddler in your home right now. Yes, very much. And she's really good at it. Right. <laughs> yeah. She's no, excelling could, at toddlerhood. You should do you should do a segment just with Kelly when you tell Annika stories because <laughs> and she sums it up. Like she is the she is the poster child for toddlerhood. Yeah. Yes. She's <laughs> Every mom who's listening to this is going to be like, oh my gosh, they understand because really (laughs) motherhood is a thing, right? And I think we can all, we can all agree that um, there are seasons when we just feel like, oh my word, I can't do this for one more second. And it's also a season of surrender. There's especially the season of motherhood when your kids are very little. I'm always interested uh, when I come, you know, ever I go through the checkout at Walmart or whatever, and you look at the covers of magazines, what do you see on the covers of magazines? They're always women who appear to be uh, doing it all and having it all. They've got, Mm -hmm. you know, perfect marriages. They've got picture perfect, you know, Pinterest homes. 
Uh, they're pursuing their craft and pursuing their dreams while raising their children. And who I think is the poster child for this right now? It's Ivanka Trump. Mm. <laughs> Every time I see that woman, I mean, she what? She's ridiculously thin, right? <laughs> She looks, she looks perfect, and every every picture that she posts on her Instagram page or everything that I see online from her, I'm just like, how is that woman? I said to my husband one day, I'm like, how is that woman doing it? And he was like, she has nannies, she employs people, you know. Yeah, she's actually not doing it all, but she can write a check, and other people can do it all for her. Too. Well, I mean, she does probably a lot, but right, not the same way you and I do a lot. Right. And I think that is, I think that's a good thing for moms to remember is that there isn't anybody who's doing it all. And uh, God has us in different seasons and um, different, uh, with different kids. Like, I don't know about you guys, but there have been seasons when I've had easier children than others. And I felt like Mm -hmm. um, I could get more done. And then there were several years and I think of, you know, I can think of two of my children in particular that needed more of me for whatever reason. They just, they needed more attention. They needed, um, it was more time intensive. And I really felt like I had to kind of lay down what I wanted to pursue at that time. Have you ever been in a situation like that? And what did it, what did it look like? Well, I, 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 I'm in a season like that and I don't know if I can say it very clearly without oversharing (laughs) for uh, on my child's behalf. I've got to be careful, but I, I, I do, I have a season where I just need to constantly be reminding myself, okay, I know I had plans today, but this trumps it. This trumps it. So I just, I just tell you, God, that I trust you. I trust you with the needs of my children today. And I trust you with all the, all the dreams you've given me beyond taking care of this child who's struggling today. I just lay it at your feet. I trust you to take care of it. And I'm going to do what's before me. And this child um, makes it very clear when he has needs, just emotionally, Mm -hmm. if he's got a breakdown happening in the middle of math and I'm supposed to be doing a podcast, then I just pray grace Yeah, (laughs) from the podcast year. I don't know if that's a term we can call you a podcast year, that my, that my child trumps that call that I've just got to be willing to lay it down. And, um, there's lots of that. But the life is long. I'm good Lord willing and the creek don't rise. We've got lots of days ahead. Just recently, I was watching one of the podcasts from the If Gathering, and Jill Briscoe brought this incredible message, probably the most timely for me message I've heard in a couple of years. And I looked at her and I thought, that's an old woman. That's an old woman. She'll say, I'm an old woman. Like I'm not being politically incorrect by calling her an old woman. Mm -hmm. What if some of the messages, what if some of the dreams that God's given me are intended to sit and simmer and stew for another time? Is that okay? So that I can be fully present right here, right now, when my child's melting down over math. One of the things that we wanted to do in Life Creative is we wanted to paint a picture of moms from all different walks of life doing all different sorts of things with different kids. And so we interviewed over 30 women and they're women that a lot of people probably know their names or know who they are. You know, women like Angie Smith and Ellie Holcomb and Lisa Leonard and um, just lots of women from different walks of life in different places and different artistic capabilities. But all of them 
all of them, even the ones that we look up to and we think, oh, that, she must have it all together. She's so pretty. She, she speaks such grace and wisdom. Her children always look so nice. But all of them said, this is hard. And there, there have been seasons where I have not done a good job or this hasn't come together the way that I wanted it to, or this did not look like the I thought it would. And so I think that, you know, we sort of wanted to just level the playing field to say, mm. listen, we're all walking this life together and none of us got a manual with the kids when we brought them home. None of us got a how-to. Um, we're all sort of figuring it out and all of our kids are different and they each pose their own unique challenges and each one of us is gifted in different ways. And so how can we then use those gifts, speak blessing into our particular children, and then just glorify the Lord in our everyday lives. And how does that look? And so I think that was really what we wanted to just encourage moms with. I love that. And I really think that that is what the Renaissance is. We talk to women about being Renaissance moms. Now, if you look at the original Renaissance and what a Renaissance man is, like Leonardo da Vinci, he paints, he sculpts, he, he does science. He, he does engineering. Like he's all these things. He's skilled in so many different areas. He is a Renaissance man. But for Renaissance moms, I mean, hello, who's doing the most things? Who's requiring skill the most at lots of different stuff right now, more than Renaissance moms? We, we tickle our children's backs as we tuck them in. We wake up and we put on some wonderful music and we start bacon sizzling on the stovetop. I mean, hello, we hello. are doing so many things well. And then the children go down for naps and we are opening up our Bibles and maybe getting out our colored pencils and doodling and bringing that that tree that's talked about in in Psalm 1 that the the woman who's spending time in the in the word of God is like a tree planted by living water. And so we're coloring a picture of a tree in our Bibles. We are Renaissance women. And then we the kids wake up and we're working on dessert for that night because on Friday nights we do dessert and we, this is culinary artistry and we are skilled in that. We are skilled in many things from tucking them in and uh, to taking pictures of their sweet faces. You are a Renaissance mom. Mm, that's so beautiful. And I think for the mom who, what do you say to the mom who's like, I know that that's inside of me, but I don't know, or she feels guilty even thinking about it. What do you, what do you say to that mom? I like what we said on Wednesday. It's just absolutely normal for a season to lose ourselves, to forget. I'll I'll speak to women's groups and I'll give a life creative message. And I'll say at the end, I'd love you to take a moment and just try to remember what you enjoyed doing before children. And I have women that during that silence start bawling and say, I don't remember. And I'll say, what music do you like? Did you like? And someone will shout out, kids bop. <laughs> they don't remember what <laughs> they like tales. listening to. Veggie mm-hmm. tales. So there's a season for that. But oh, to be intentional and say, Lord, when you wove me together, when you weave me together in my mother's womb, how did you make me? Would you remind me? Because I spend so much time focusing on what a great job you did when you made my children. I, I see that the firstborn is so musical and the secondborn can build and the thirdborn is a worker with a joyful heart. Like I see these things are true about them. Won't you, through your Holy Spirit, remind me what a good job you did? when you made me. Mm, well, so and precious. I think too, I mean, first of all, we have to always remember that guilt is never from the Lord. The Lord does not speak to us through guilt. And I think that 
um, oftentimes when we're able to tap into the unique giftings that the Lord has created each one of us with, and just even if you're able to even just sit in the privacy of your own home, like if you love to to make music and you sit at the piano and you just play, or you love to paint and you you pull out the watercolors with your kids, or you love to bake and you make cupcakes, like whatever it is that you love to do. If you love to redecorate a room and you just move furniture around and you're doing it inside your home, those are times when you are tapping into the unique ways that the Lord has, has created you. And and those are times when you can really, you can really commune with the Lord when you're, when you're tapping into who He's made you. And I think that we, we feel like these things have to be big and bold and out there for everyone to see, but they they don't have to be, and and we certainly don't need to operate in guilt if we're doing something that is unique to us in the way that the Lord created us. Um, the children are the children are going to be okay, and to have a mom who is communing with the Lord and spending time with the Lord and just glorifying the Lord through the ways that she was made unique, then then that is actually a blessing for the kids to see and mm. experience. And you guys talk about inviting your kids into the Renaissance. Can one of you speak about what that looks like? Sure, I will. Uh, this is Wendy. I I absolutely loved when we were working together on the chapter in the book Life Creative called um, Renaissance Rising. You know, it takes a lot of effort for us to turn our eyes from our children onto the Renaissance in our own lives, but then we have to also be specific to turn our eyes back to our children and ask the Lord, how did you create them? to glorify you in creative ways, and then to invite them into the Renaissance. And I interviewed Kate Battistelli, who's Francesca Battistelli's mom, and we had such a wonderful talk about how she encouraged Franny, as she calls Francesca, to um, just absolutely hone her gifts. And so she said, I absolutely immersed her. I immersed her in every opportunity for her to grow as an artist, as a musician, as a singer, whether it was doing musical theater or studying with um, music teachers or buying her a guitar. And then while I immersed her in these creative gifts, I also immersed her in the Holy Spirit. And I just love this. She said, there's not, there's not a kid-sized Holy Spirit. Like when the kid puts their faith in Christ, they get the same Holy Spirit we get. That's right. So I just brought her into serving God alongside me, and we made sure she had every opportunity to be involved in the youth group at church, go on uh, young people mission trips. So I immersed her in the creative opportunities to grow her gifts, but then I immersed her in the Holy Spirit and invited her to use her gifts for God's glory. And God just um, you know, blew the roof off any dream that Kate had for Francesca. And I thought, what a beautiful, beautiful picture. So I look down the hall at my kids and I say, what are you doing there, God? And how can I partner with you in what you're doing? How can I invite them into the Renaissance where they can use the wonderful gifts that you've given them for your glory, God? not their own in this, in this age. I mean, when we were growing up, when we think of someone famous, we thought of a movie star, right? Or right. A, a singer. They think of YouTubers. Like they have all these people that they think of using their influence, um, you know, that they want to follow online on Instagram, on YouTube. So I just encourage my own creative kids. Well, what was God up to when he made you that way? And my oldest is a fabulous musician and he leads worship at the church for the younger kids. And he said to me one day, he said, mom, I know I either want to be a worship leader or a rock star. 
<laughs> and I said, well, that's awesome. But really, it's the same thing. It's just about whose fame you're after. That's but right. I'll absolutely encourage you. And we'll just trust God to lead you where he wants you to go. Mm. But I invite him into the Renaissance with me. Well, Wendy and Kelly, thank you guys so much for coming on the podcast. I know there's a lot of moms who are going to be really encouraged by what you have to say and kind of start looking maybe at their children through different eyes and through the season of their of life that they find themselves in from the aspect of God's put you here and he wants to use your gifts in the middle of the season that you're in. So I really appreciate you coming on the show. Thank, thank you, you for so having much. Us. What a gift us. for us. I'm going to end with just a couple of quotes from the book, uh, which I I really loved. I'm thinking I'm going to print these off and put them on my mirror. Uh, They say, motherhood gives us a new way to incorporate our creative gifts into our homes and family. Life Creative paints stories of moms who are fitting their inspired lives into the everyday, ordinary places of motherhood. And there really is power in that, women. There is power in it when you just go, Father, you see where I am right now. You see the little the little children that are playing at my feet. You know that I'm tired. And please show me, Lord, what does this season look like? How can I bring glory to you? How can I use the gifts that you've given me for your glory? How can I cultivate in my children the unique gifts and abilities that you have given them and that you've given me responsibility to steward in this season of life. So if you guys are encouraged by today's podcast, go ahead and head on over to the show notes. You can find out how to order Life Creative and also you can find out more about uh, Kelly and Wendy, the authors of Life Creative and go check out their website at lifecreative.me. I appreciate you guys being here. I hope you have a wonderful weekend with your families and I'll see you back here on Monday. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.